0: that's Chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions.
2: 18 plus.
0: Block Talk Radio.
3: I'm going on tour, and I'm going to show anybody out there that thinks for one second that maybe I'm second-guessing myself that I am the greatest... Of all time forever and ever. What's the price? What's the price? I'm back, man. To make it out the ice cold streets of the city, you better have a Christopher word game with it. You better have a dance game similar to Diddy. Or play B baller but a rim like Smitty. Josh, Chris, Bosh, Paul.
1: It's Larcher and Lawrence.
3: 123.
1: We're doing this one tonight remote.
3: Ice water in my vein, I'm, with the money. I'm in the
1: West Studios. Out in Kirk right? Cordell. Al Archer is going to be joining me shortly. We're getting him connected here real quick. Larcher Lawrence Sports Show, blogtalkradio.com dot com. is where you can find us live weekly. I
3: got a big house on
1: big We are on Twitter at LarcherLawrinson at Larcher Lawrence and there's no uh, nothing in between there, so it's L A R C H E R L O R E N S E S. That's the Twitter handle. Find us there. Listen to us on Stitcher Radio. It's an app for your iPhone or your Android phone. You can download us via your Wi Fi and then take us on the road with you. Or use your data. If you got one of those unlimited plans, use that. You iPhone users out there, we are on iTunes. You got yourself an iPad, an iPod, an Apple T V. You got yourself one of those iPhones. Take a listen. Find us on the podcast app as well. Larcher and Lawrence in Sports Show. We are based out of Chicago, Illinois. Right now, I'm about 70 miles west, and Al Larcher is in the Larcher and Lawrence North studios on the north side of Chicago. Joining us momentarily.
3: Impossible. To make it out the ice cold streets of the city, you gotta politic your situations like Clinton. You ain't gotta chase women, so take some advice, take cash over ass. When you get money, you ain't gotta take shit. So long as you broke, she ain't gotta take dick peace now you know what motivates your beast. Khabish paid a mortgage on a pussy of police. Khabish church ladies going Gaga for the Gucci. Yeah, got.
2: Wow.
1: Tonight we're going to be talking about the Chicago uh, crap. Cubs. We're going to be talking about the Chicago Bulls. At
3: Delta, the girls call me Cool. At Eastern, the girls call me Slick Rick. And all the other women around the world just say. See, we got
1: ourselves a real conundrum right now. Right now, my partner, Al Larcher, uh, he's able to play the drops because I, I just heard a little Homer right there. Maybe, Al, uh, since you're unable to call in, maybe you can uh, speak to me via the drops at this time, and then uh, we could get it together. I, I heard Homer with the old crap. That's my partner, folks. Alfred Ferdinand Larcher, the third. We're going to get him to call in in a moment. Tonight, we're talking about the Chicago Cubs little Chicago Bulls uh game 2 starts momentarily this right here could be your Chicago Bulls preview show uh great game we haven't done a show since we haven't done a show since uh, the Bulls beat the Bucks in game 5 up in Milwaukee uh or was that that was game 6 up in Milwaukee because they lost the two of them where they just destroyed him. And that evening comedy accident, uh, the comedy group that Al and I are members of, put on a fundraiser for my family uh, out here. Uh, they're in Fairdale, Illinois, and they lost their house in the tornado. And we put a fundraiser on for them and the people of Fairdale at Trader Todd's last Thursday night. So we didn't get to see much of that basketball game or much of the NFL draft, but we did. We we played some catch up, and we're uh, we're ready to talk to you about it a little bit here tonight. Wow, yeah, the bulls just they they got it done, they did a little bit of destroying uh, let me go over uh and and check the uh the phone lines for a second. um hang on just a moment. We aren't screening the calls, but I do believe that uh that Lauren is on the other side there Hey Lauren how you doing Hello hey how are you I'm how here. how are you doing tonight
4: i oh, I'm doing grand. Good, great, Good. grand, wonderful.
1: So here's the thing, we we don't we don't have much for you to do this evening, but I know you were on the other end to listen for uh, for a sound check. Uh, was the music I'm still? I'm helping lost?
4: Uh, prepare the new Larcher Lawrence and Studios.
1: I know the the new. I don't studios. know if you informed
4: your listeners, Larcher Lawrence and Studios is relocated to their new Southwest location.
1: You know, the last time we did the show, we we, we brought it up for a moment, but. Uh, why don't you tell them well, the neighborhood? What neighborhood is... Uh, are, I, I can't remember, of
3: course.
4: Located to the uh, province of Westtown. Right about Westtown. between uh, Grand and Chicago and Ashland and Damon.
1: Yep, yep.
4: So we'll uh, be broadcasting live from a new location. Hopefully, as of next Wednesday, we'll be up and running.
1: Well, yeah, I... I understand it, uh, that they're going to come and hook everything up uh, next Tuesday, finally, after 12 days. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. So,
4: uh, EP is slaving away out here, uh, trying to prep you guys for a good show next week. Good.
1: I hope you do. That'd be all right. Shall I'd be, be all right shall after. be. What's that? It shall be. Yeah, why wouldn't it? Um, do you know the other night... I was, you know, I was over at the studio and staying there. I went and had a Polish sausage over at uh, Ducks at about 2.45 in the morning.
4: Ah, Ashland and Erie. Ducks. D-U-K-S. No C.
1: There's there's just a K. There's no, there's no C.
4: Just a K. That's and true. how was your uh, Polish sausage experience?
1: Um... It was probably the second best Polish sausage I had all day.
3: Ah, i legit? Guess what
1: I'm doing right here. I'm I'm what texting Al Archer trying to trying to figure this thing out here at this time.
4: Trying to get him on the line? Yep. I'll take a minute. A little tech, the technical support coming, wiring itself all the way out to the West Studios.
1: Well, here's the thing. I don't know about you, Lauren, but as you're un- as you're unpacking over there, I don't know if you have a beverage with you or not. But I just maybe I just haven't had enough of this Jack Daniel's yet to really get talking about sports.
4: Uh, there you go, there you go. You mi- you found the missing ingredient.
1: What what was the missing ingredient?
4: The Jack Daniel's, of course.
1: Oh yeah, no, it, it's it's getting it done. It's it's going to help here.
4: That's what's going to fuel your fire, there, sir.
1: Oh, it's going to do something. All right. Well, hey, Lauren, thanks so much for uh, for joining me there and helping me waste a little bit of time as we get all as we get all Al back into you this. On, uh,
4: The new studio situation. We're looking to be up and running. Looking forward to it.
1: Oh, I can't. I can't wait to get this thing up and running.
4: I'm ready to hear some playoff updates. So as soon as you boys are ready, let's hear it.
1: Yeah, I sure will. Fire All right, I'll talk to you soon. That's Lauren. Bye now. She uh normally answers our phone calls, but tonight we're on screen, so give me a call if you're uh if you're listening. If you're not, well, there's not much you can do. I, I know some of you are listening on the podcast. Could you do me a favor, if you heard this on the podcast, could you send me a tweet at Clark in Chicago and just tell me? Uh just tell me what, what you're feeling, what you're thinking. We got these Chicago Bulls getting ready to roll here. Uh, If this thing goes to Game 6, if the Chicago Bulls can't get it closed off, then I'm probably going to be going to that Game 6, and I'm uh, a little excited about that. Going to check that out. Um, Doors closing. Al just said to me on Twitter, have you ever heard Les Scrobstein, guys? So the other night I was driving to my new house cuz I actually drive from Trader Todd's and uh I got to hear Les's show in the middle of the night where it's just him just talking away. He's got a, he's got a producer with him much like that. And it's hard to do a show by yourself. I don't know if you've ever heard this. Uh when you're talking. Jim Rome does a show by himself. I uh, hear locally I hear Lawrence Holmes do it quite often at night. And then um uh, old Les Grobstein at night and you know, he just goes all night long talking away. I finally get to hear his show live for about fifteen minutes, uh, while I'm driving home uh on Monday nights. So I'm gonna keep on listening, gonna keep on giving a holler to him and I I'll let you know as times go on exactly how's that how that's going. Let's talk a little bit of Chicago Cubs for a moment. See, I'm texting Al as he's trying to trying to get his computer back on, but it, He's trying to help me out here because I told him I'm trying to vamp, and he told me to quit vamping and going into a story. So now I'm going to go into a story where uh, then he said, what's going on with the Cubs? And he's just trying to help. He's not wanting me to talk about what he's, what he's sending right there. But I do have a little bit to tell you about the Chicago Cubs. I've been to four games this year. I'm currently uh, – the Cubs are 1-3 while I'm there over at Wrigley Field. I've been there twice since Chris Bryant's been up. I went to his first game. Uh, what was he, about over uh, 5 with four strikeouts and a ground out. Then I uh decided to go to another game with Chris Bryant playing. And it was this past Saturday when Chris Bryant was again 0 for 3, for three, O for four, something like that. I think I believe that he's 0 for nine with eight strikeouts uh while I'm there at the Chicago Cubs game. It's generally how it works. Every other game, he's hitting for the world, getting it done, making it happen. The other night, last two nights, the Cubs have been playing in St. Louis. That's the STL, for those of you keeping uh, track at home, who like letters when it comes to talking about cities. They're 0-2 down there so far this year. That's all right. Night one, they put up nine runs. Of course, they gave up ten runs, but putting up nine runs, the prospect players are in place. The Theo and Jed Hoyer talk has gotten them to that moment. You know, not just their talk, but the process of the last five years. All of this that we've been sitting through. We've been fighting through all of it. We've been making it through as Cub fans. I, myself, I, I tried to get into the minor league guys. It took me until last year to do it, and a lot of those guys are cracking, making a they're getting their crack at the big leagues right now as we roll. Of course, uh, Addison Russell getting the job done, actually with two home runs. Chris Bryant, the kid that everyone's been waiting to hit a home run, hasn't done it yet, but I'll tell you something. He's getting on base, and he's running the bases damn well. Last night, even, I, I couldn't watch the game because of that cable situation going on at home, but uh, I was following it on Twitter. I, You know, I get the updates for the games and whatnot, and... The game went pretty damn well uh the, Chris Bryant, anyway, it was going well at the beginning. The kid uh scoring from second base on that play that's something else he's ahead of it. you know he's not going home there unless he already has it in his mind off the crack of the bat that he's going to make it make a shot for it, and he did it. He got home, and it's those kinds of things that are going to win him games, and there's going to be some help guys. The pitching is going to come. I know you're concerned about it, but this is what Theo and Jed Hoyer have been doing the entire time. They've been building this, this thing up with the prospects in the field, the position player prospects. We got tons of them. You've been hearing about them. You heard about Addison Russell that we got through last year's Jeff Samarja and Jason Hamill trade. You might be hearing about guys like Vogelbeck right now. Talked about him the last few weeks on the show. Been talking about a couple of these guys. When I've had Dr. Johnson on the show, He's talked about it. By the way, congratulations to Doctor Johnson. He's he has his blog there at uh, blog uh, at the Cubs Junction, but he just joined Cubs Insider. He is their South Bend Cubs beat writer. That's the low level A. For those of you keeping count at home, there are two levels for the Chicago Cubs at home. One of them, low level A, and if you're thinking about the other one, it's not middle level A. It's high level A. This year down in Myrtle Beach, the Pelicans. You might remember Myrtle Beach, I believe Kenny Powers played a little bit with him. Uh when he back when he was eastbound and down. La Flama Blanca himself getting the job done. Dr. Johnson has a gig with the South Bend Cubs. Uh can't wait to get him back on. Well, with he's covering the South Bend Cubs for Cubs Insider. Can't wait to get him back on to talk some serious Chicago Cubs. Boglebeck should be making his way over to AAA soon. A couple of the guys uh, could also be making their crack. Junior Lake recently made his way back up to the big league roster. And uh looks like uh, Scherzer's back up today as well. And hopefully they can get themselves a win down in St. Louis. The St. Louis Cardinals call themselves the the fandom. They call themselves the greatest fans in baseball. Well, the greatest fans in baseball figured out how to get onto the field, and they figured out how to outrun the security guards. Just wait until some other dipshit Cardinals fan runs on the field. All the security's taken up there, then make your way. That kid, he, he flipped across the, the base pass. Uh He he made it all the way down to home plate, and he, he did the somersault before he ran into home plate. It was something else. <sighs> You know, I've been trying to play this right the last few days and saying that I'm happy about hello. it.
3: Hello? Saying that I'm
1: happy about the way that things are there, but I'm just not. Hello? Hello? What, what's that? Hello. Hey. Hello?
5: Hello, yeah. What's, hello?
1: Hey, who who is this?
5: Well, who do you think it is? It's uh, the Ghost of Christmas Pass.
1: Uh, not ringing a bell. <laughs> oh, there it is! Now I recognize. I, I know that cough from anywhere. That's my partner. There he is. I'm not to, to expect nothing but aggravation from you, anyhow. Oh Jesus! You have access to the drops?
5: I don't know what I have access to because nothing's fucking working.
1: No yeah.
5: signal. What is No signal.
1: What do you mean? What? What was no signal?
5: Hello, one check one. Hello. Hello,
1: hello. Were you saying that hello, a lot?
5: Hello,
1: Widget. We we didn't uh. hear you at all during that. Hey, hang on a second, partner. Let's go to the uh, let's go to the EP there and see if uh, see if you're sounding all right since uh, since we're live. You always say it's good to to talk about the problems that you're having, right?
4: Yeah,
1: absolutely. Lauren, I'm here. Yeah. How are we sounding? You got Al over there? I got Al. All right. Thanks for checking in. Good. Most people, most people don't get me.
4: I got Al. I got Al, and he's coming in loud and clear.
1: Beautiful. There it is. Larcher, how you doing, my friend?
5: Well, I'm a little frustrated right now. I don't know what what's going on here.
1: What the hell? is
5: Line in, line in. What is this still? Anything?
1: Hello. What? Are, what are you? Are, uh, are you still trying to get plugged in over there?
5: Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to know what the fuck is going on. I mean, it's goddamn everything's freezing. This is bullshit. No it, signal.
1: What's wrong with this thing? I. Uh, I don't. I don't know, t- if
5: I knew what the problem was, I'd fix it. What's wrong with it?
1: I mean, we had those. You and I. We spent pretty much all morning. What time did we... We woke up early, the bank. spent from 6 to 10 working on this thing, and we couldn't even get it going. Yeah, I know. Spent a lot of cups so of i am learned I spent day. nothing but aggravation from you anyhow. Hey, I That's know something. I'm still talking to
5: the microphone, like it matters.
1: <laughs> you should, You should keep on doing that. I appreciate you calling in with the old telephone. Did you do the crank system to get us, two cranks to get us here?
3: Yeah,
5: yeah. I have a yeah, right. real boy, Celebrity Jeopardy's about to take off, and you know, one of our most hated uh horrible human beings are playing uh, Celebrity Jeopardy.
1: Wait, what what are you talking about?
5: Aaron Rodgers is playing uh he's playing for the Celebrity Jeopardy team.
1: Wait, they're they're gonna have a real Celebrity Jeopardy, not a Saturday night live sketch?
5: Yeah, believe it or not, Celebrity Jeopardy is a real thing, Clark. That, that's not uh, just a Saturday Night Live thing.
1: No, I doubt it.
5: Yeah, how about when, that, huh?
1: When's that going to be on?
5: I don't know. I didn't. I didn't read the details. I've been too busy trying to get this thing to work.
1: You know how a lot of times somebody will help a little old lady cross the street. Aaron Rodgers. What? Aaron Rodgers hates what the- little old ladies crossing the street. He walks by him and Did tells just, him to walk across themselves. Oh, I don't think that's true. It's true. I guarantee it. Look it up. It's on his Wikipedia. All right. Next time I'm on Wikipedia, uh, what is this plugged into now? Well, folks, I know a <laughs> lot of you have tuned in for some Chicago Bulls pregame, and this is your best Chicago Bulls pregame show.
3: Oh, we're man, here to down. tell you about
1: everything. Game one, the Bulls got it done. The Cavaliers came Not back. Not only did they get a
5: shot, they, they they continued their streak of domination. It was a beautiful thing to watch. I have been, You know, I've been with this Bulls team since the get-go, and I'm just happy to see it finally paying off.
1: I know that. You've been more behind them even than you have been the Chicago Cubs, which we all know you've been behind them for a long time. So it's finally well, paying yeah, off. I mean, all the, everything you've talked about, they finally have everything clicking. Of course, Kevin Love is out for the entire series, and I, I guess the playoffs from what I understand. But uh, they got well, J.R. Smith out for another game, Al, so I think they got to win tonight.
5: Yeah, it would be nice to see. I
1: mean, that would be fun. Yeah, it would be all right. Uh, Rose, last game, game one. He had an arc to his shot. You know, a lot of times he'll shoot that jumper, and you just you get pissed because he misses it, misses it, misses it. But I'll tell you what, when he's hitting it, it's it's going well, and he's got to keep hitting it. They played a damn good game the other day. Paul Gasol, my friend, just outdone himself.
5: Yeah, he's he's having a great year. And uh, listen, if we can get past Cleveland, you know, there's no way we're going to beat whatever's coming out of the uh, the West. But hey, it's worth a shot.
1: Yeah, you never know. I mean, the West could end up beating beating themselves up, though. You know, you got those the big horses over there beating themselves up running it to the ground, and that'd be a good team to meet up with if you made your way there. But first things first, the Chicago Bulls have beaten LeBron James in game one in the playoff series before. Then they got beat four straight when he was with Miami. so
3: sure, Let's take sure. it what it is,
1: see what happens tonight. I think things are going to go well, but no matter what, Al Archer, I don't think things are well for the Tom Thibodeau and Chicago Bulls relationship.
5: No, no. Things aren't looking good. I mean, uh, who knows what's gonna
1: happen. They could win the whole thing. And I don't think Tomad is the coach next year. The Chicago Bulls.
5: Really? You think it's that drastic?
1: Yeah. I mean I I think wow. I think he's he is out the door no matter what. Did you see the other day I posted an article that Adrian Warja from uh Yahoo, Warja He uh he's He posted an article, and there is a source – and Wojanowski wouldn't write that because he's credited out there – that says that there's an assistant coach or two that's concerned that the place is bugged, that the practice facilities – he wouldn't talk because he's concerned that the place is bugged.
5: Well, they need to get some pest control out there and get rid of the bugs. I mean, I don't understand why – you would, you know, you're you're a multi-million dollar corporation. Why you wouldn't just call an exterminator and get things fixed? Hey, Al. Yeah.
1: Um, like microphones, maybe even cameras, little small ones. Yeah, I know. We,
5: I, I can't get the microphone to work. We've already gone through this. I'm on the phone. No, 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 Al, Al, Al.
1: That's work. what that's a. The term bug can also be used for like when the FBI comes into your house and places a camera or a
3: uh,
5: well, why don't they get a bug sweeper? I mean, this thing the same thing as pest control. You call up an agency in Chicago. There's like five guys who do bug sweeping. Oh, get out of here! There's a not. A there sweeper. is not. You get the, you get the yeah. These uh, detective stores you see all down Milwaukee Avenue. What do you think they're doing? They're sweeping. You know bugs. Come
1: to think of it, come to think of it, you've talked about it before. You've had these guys come over. You've had the bug guys come over to make sure that nobody has your apartment hidden. Tell. What was that story? Why, why did you think people were listening to you?
5: Because I have lots of uh, valuable resources uh, of, uh, of, you know, mental telepathy and whatnot, you know? I mean, this is uh, With
1: classified information like this, I
0: demand the cone of silence.
5: That way. Well, that's what up. you need to get. You need to go find your cone of silence. You need to pull that damn thing down, and you need to tell your secrets only under the cone of silage. Or you guys both get in the bathroom. And you turn all the water on, and then you talk next to the water.
1: All right. Yeah, that's that's what they got to do. I don't know if they're going to the showers at the practice facility there. They got the uh, the Advocate Center now, right next to the uh, right next to the United Center. They're no longer practicing up in Deerfield. Bullshit. Huh? What? Well, that's good. I
5: mean, I'm glad they got their new center. But you think they will? Who's putting, what, do they think the Patriots are spying on them?
1: They might be. Uh, they might be getting suspended. Tom Brady could be getting suspended. Do you know what happens out here, Al? I have a window open, and there is somebody mowing the lawn outside. Huh. That's I, just, I don't hear that in the city. Door is closed. What was that?
3: I just Everybody shut the window. million-dollar man.
1: Oh, no, I kind of like it. I wasn't complaining.
3: Fat, oh, drunk you. And stupid. there's no way to go through life, sir.
5: all right, all right, come down there, so
1: hey, go ahead,
5: yeah no, no, go ahead,
1: well, uh, today is somebody's birthday, and I know that you're gonna be running karaoke down at the old uh down at the local bar there.
5: well, let's see, my birthday's not till August, so it can't be me, uh,
1: Mr. Bob Seeger tonight,
5: oh right, yeah, 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 turn the page.
1: You got anything special planned?
5: We're gonna do nothing but uh, we're gonna do Seeger all night, just nonstop uh, Seeger
1: and um, and John
5: Mellencamp.
1: Wait, what does Mellencamp have to do with it?
5: I don't know. It just seems like a good. I mean, you can't just do uh, Seeger and Seeger only.
1: Yeah, Cougar Mellencamp. You could probably go with I don't know who else. No, not the Eagles. The who?
5: Yeah no yeah. Hey, that
1: was you. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that would work.
5: So the Chicago Bears went ahead and they had uh they had one of the most magnificent drafts I've seen in years. Um, I I went in there, you know, they were texting back and forth with me. I was actually talking to Thee who hooked me up with uh, with uh, M, and uh, not M, but the, uh, the the new Pace, old, uh, old P. And uh, you know what? I think we we did pretty well.
1: So they went with the receiver in the first round, huh?
5: They went with White. They went with uh, probably the best receiver in the draft.
1: Even better than that kid from uh, from the the big school from Bama.
5: Oh yeah, yeah. That kid's gonna be a bust-ass nobody. The, uh, the kid who went to the Raiders. Come on, you know if the Raiders pick you, you're no good. I mean, that, that's clue number one. Yikes. You know, immediately, not a good thing because uh, when the Raiders grab you, in the end, it's just it's just badness. So, well, we got we got the best receiver prototype. I mean, this guy is going to be a stud. He's going to be a star. And then in the second round, we grab that big ass defensive tackle, and uh, hell yeah, I'm excited about that.
1: Uh, they say he's the best nose tackle in the uh, in the draft. You know, the, the best answer I give it it's it's a fluid process. Oh no 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 no! Phil Phil, we don't need Phil to talk right now. Phil, what, what's Phil Emery up to? Our eyebrows
3: went up.
5: Um, I I think he's probably mowing that lawn out out there. That's probably Phil Emery right out your window. A lot of people don't know he went into a uh, landscaping business after uh, football.
1: Well, I I I think he's doing a good job. I took a peek out the window a second ago, and he's doing cross lines just like Wrigley Field.
3: Impressive.
5: Hey, we do have a phone number to call. It's 888-787-4827. Give us a call. Drop us a line. Tell us what you think of the draft. Or perhaps what's going on with the Bulls' chances in the playoffs. Uh, the Cubs are doing their thing, uh, losing. You know, I know you were trying to justify the loss the other day, which was cute. I mean, you know, that, that's kind of the old Cub thing we're Wait, trying to say, get away from. You the
1: trying to justify, justify a loss? There's no justifying a loss. A loss is a loss. It's oh. just... There's 182 games in a season, now, Archer. You're going to lose some damn games. This team, I'm looking well, for them. To, I'm hoping they finish above 500. They're still above 500. Why would I be pissed off? You were playing.
5: You were writing like the loss didn't exist. I mean, you kind of glanced over the part that they lost the game. You were over there excited. They scored nine runs. But the fact of the matter is, because the other team scored honestly, ten runs, which means the Cubs are once again losers, and this is good. this the is a bad way.
1: Larcher, they've been losers. Get the hell out of here! They've been losers for the last four or five years, man. Relax. Four
5: or five years. Try the last hundred, hundred years, Clark. And that's what I'm saying. You're part of this losing culture, and you got to get off it. Get off that rusty, dingy, dirty old bandwagon that's broken down and full of bad people. Hop on the Larcher Express as we uh, cruise down Irving Park to get over to uh, Clark. Yeah, uh, to get to Wrigley Field to win a, a championship cuz that's what it's all about. Enough with these losers. Enough with the excuses. I want champions.
1: Me too. That's what I'm saying. So, they're you building a champions. championship. Sit here and watch it, enjoy the ride. There's going to be highs, there's going to be lows. We're going to get there, my friend. This team's going to make you happy. They're going to make you sad. They're going to have you at home. They're going to have you making a phone call to your best friend to cry for six hours in the middle of the night when you can't sleep a lick because you've been riding that ride. You've been going up. You've been going down, and you finally made your way down, but then guess what? There's a silver lining at the end of the tunnel because this team here has the guys coming back from pitching. I mentioned earlier, Al, before you got on the line, I mentioned Justin Grimm's back tonight. We're going to get that Ramirez kid back in the bullpen soon. The pitching is coming out. They're going to be even better the rest of this season. Things are going to be great this season. And then there's a lot of money to spend on starting pitching in the offseason again. And it's another great year for free agency on the starting pitching market. Things are looking up. And, pay attention. and they've
3: been smoking you- something.
1: For you Cubs fans not following along, start reading something. Start following along, seeing what Theo and Mr. Hoyer have been up to. They've been getting it done, and this is the plan. Watch it, learn it, live it, love it. L Larcher, you hop on my Express. It's better than the Express Lex Express ever was with the WWE, and let's roll.
5: Well, the Lex Express was one of the great examples of absolute promotion that led to failure. It was one of the biggest deals where they were trying to build a star and force Lex Luger upon us, and the fans rejected him, and they had to go a different direction, and Bret Hart became your world champion. So another piss-poor example, Clark. I'm sorry. Well, You know what? It didn't work out there, buddy.
1: Right, that's why I said it's going to be a better version of that, Al. In this storyline, the Bret Harts, a.k.a. the Milwaukee Brewers, are just going to fade off into the distance. They're going to take a ride off into the sunset, my friend. And the Chicago Cubs, in this storyline, had the WWE done it right, Lex Luger would have been a world champion. He'd have been the next Hulk Hogan, as they wanted, and we wouldn't have to be dealing with, you can't see me, John Cena, right now. Holy cow. Hey, what do you think <laughs> Al about did Al did a good
0: good thing for the business, and he did a good thing for you, obviously, uh, because he saw something, and he was, he was probably... S- he was probably searching for your passion to see if you really wanted to do this, and or yeah, right, could you be, or, or, or are you content that, hey, I tried to do it one time and it didn't work out for me, and I did work know, out.
3: Whatever.
5: Whatever. Yeah, no, Jim Ross gets it. He's Jim Ross right there is telling you, Clark, to come on my bandwagon, get on this thing, and, and get ready because we are going to party a world championship, a World Series championship in my neighborhood over there in Wrigley. And uh, I'm to it's going to be the greatest day ever because uh, as a true Cubs fan who's been waiting for such a short period of time, it's time for me to see a championship,
1: and I, I can't wait. But in the meantime, you're going to sit there and cry about one little loss.
0: You're just going you to You listen to me. There's going to be somebody that get that gall-dying ass whooped
1: over. That's fine. And it's going to be you, my friend. Now I'm just saying. They're getting
5: their asses whipped regularly, and it's – you know, they're not to St. Louis' level What do you mean yet? they're getting
1: their asses whooped regularly by the best team in the division, by the team that's, yeah, that's well, been in the World Series in the last few years, by the team that is an example of a team that runs it the correct way? I'll tell you what, I'll be happy when the Bears can score nine touchdowns on the Green Bay Packers. But that shit ain't happening yet, my friend. So you've got to be happy with what's coming. No, 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 no.
5: You don't have to be happy about it. You can complain about it. You can pitch about it. And you can demand change. And that's what happened last year. And that's why we have changed this year. I, I am a man. You know what? I, to be the man, a friend of mine once said this. Uh, to be the man, you got to beat the man. And right now, St. Louis is the man. And the Chicago Cubbies, they
3: can't beat the man. And until oh, that day worse. happens, there's yeah, nothing. So there's so nobody. They work. think for one second that maybe i am second guess about myself. That I am the greatest of all time, forever and ever. Surprise. Was that your friend right there? Yeah, that was my friend. That was, that was
5: the Nate That was me and niche, uh Chilling out over there.
1: It, is that the song you were talking about the other night?
5: I think it was, yeah. Yikes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I just found it. Was, it. was it too loud there? No,
5: it was perfect.
1: All right. Well,
0: what else? So yeah,
5: that? so... Uh, So the Blackhawks, on top of everything, listen, right now, it is like Disneyland here in Chicago, sports-wise. I mean, my man Floyd Money Mayweather will beat Pacquiao. We got the the Bulls beating uh, uh, Cleveland the other night. We have the Cubs uh, beating the Cubs. We have the Sox beating the Sox. And we got the Blackhawks. Woo! What are they, up uh, three games now?
1: Yeah, three games to nothing. Three games to nothing. Patrick Kane was it ten weeks ago he had surgery on his shoulder. And he is the Blackhawks' scoring leader of the playoffs. Just in. Uh bull scores two to two with the Cavaliers.
5: Oh, well, the game has started?
1: Ten and a half minutes left. Yep. Six o'clock start.
5: Yeah, hey, I would have known that if I would have I, would have I
1: gotten got in on some game. Yeah, just go ahead and ride that out. When you when you get into work tonight, just ride it out.
5: I'll wear my bull shirt tonight. How about that? That's kind Man. of fan I am. That's good. Is Jimmy Butler still playing? Yes, he is. All right, good. I'll wear my Butler shirt.
1: Um, Al, let's uh, let's let's definitely talk a little bit of a little bit of sports here. Uh, you talked about how good you thought the Bears draft went. I heard it looked good on TV. We missed Thursday night with that fundraiser we were doing, but it it worked out well, all intents and purposes. Chicago looked damn good on television.
5: Well, I mean, Chicago is a good-looking city. It always looks good on TV, you know?
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh, There's been some issues because the the timing of them making the announcements. The NFL was holding on to them late because of the NFL track.
5: It looks like the NFL is going to start doing this uh, yearly in different locations. How do you how do you feel about that? You feel like Chicago nailed it, and it should just be here.
3: Yeah,
1: I, th- I think there's still a decent chance that they'll just bring it back. If Chicago nailed it as good as they did, I know that right now they they technically could do it wherever they'd like. Did
5: you know? I, you know, going through trying to get this damn machine to work, I saw some statistics. Did you know we've had over 50,000 listens to the Larcher and Lawrenson, uh Sports Show?
3: Wow.
1: Congratulations.
5: Yeah, I mean, that's pretty damn impressive. I mean, that's practically the entire town of Prospect Heights listening. I mean, it wasn't all at once, but, hell, 50,000 people can't be wrong listening to one of the great sports podcasts of our time, and I, I'm just happy to be a part of it. We had somebody come into Todd's this week who was all the way from the West Coast out there in California. Who uh, who said, "Hey, I you know I see you here once a year. I request a song once a year. You know, he's one of these guys who went to a baseball game, and uh, no, he's like, and on top of it, you know, I listen to the Larcher Lawrence uh, podcast. I almost shit myself.
1: Why people are people are getting the message, my friend? People hey, I got a very it.
5: special. I wanted to save this for you, but I got a very special person calling into my little hotline here.
1: No, that's all right. We don't we don't need the call.
5: Yeah, no, no. Let me see. Let me let me see if I can get this
1: going. How do you have a hotline? You can't even get the computer to play.
5: Well, my phone works, so that's that's a plus. Hello, is this uh is this who I think it is? Yes, hello. Hello. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mayor Rahm. Mayor Ram, how are you? Shut the hell up for a minute. Let me talk. You people keep talking all over me. Let me just say something. I. I'm the mayor of this city. And you've been having that lesser on this, uh, this Chewy Garcia. He's a nothing. He's a nobody. He's spit under my shoe. I produce championships and the Blackhawks because of Romney Manuel being reelected are going to win it all.
1: Hey, hey, Rom, Rom, the Blackhawks win again. Uh, are you going to let them have another parade? Cause this is getting kind of bullshit again and again and again. How many times do we have to celebrate? Let's, Let's move their celebration over to the United Center. Just throw a big party for him in the parking lot.
5: Hey, asshole face, I understand you're a Cubs fan. What do you know about parades, huh? Huh, jerk? You know nothing. When Rob Emanuel throws a parade, the whole city knows it. You know what? Every city in America wanted to have the draft. You know who got the draft? I did. You know why I got it? Because I'm the best. I'm the best mayor. I'm the best mayor ever.
1: Rom, you got the draft because you pretty much bent over and let Roger Goodell have his way with you. Let me tell you something. You're, you're telling me I don't know anything about parades? I, my friend, have been in parades, multiple parades in all of my years, my friend. I have emceed... The parades, boys, the fourth not of J-
3: count
5: there, pretty boys.
1: Hey, I have emceed the 4th of July parade in the great town of Kirkland, Illinois, on multiple occasions. I have marched in the great Lake Bluff Fourth of July parade, winning the first place trophy in that before. So I don't need you, pal, to be telling me I don't know anything about parades. I know about parades. I know about celebrations, and I'll be the one there celebrating with the Blackhawks, not just so I can get some political gain, but because I want to. Hey Clark. Yeah.
5: Clark, Ram Ram hung
1: up on you. Here's the thing. Chewy used to call in. I thought that was great. Rom calling in. I don't like it. I don't like his voice. Well, I don't. I don't know. He's he hung up. I don't I he think, I, don't think I think you
5: ruined it. Our one our one big celebrity guest, and I think you ruined it, Clark. But that's all right.
1: I can't seem to remember whose voice Rom sounds like. I just I can't figure it. Well, out. Well, Rom sounds like
5: a it. lot like me. I didn't realize that until he called in. But we sound a <laughs> lot alike, and I yeah. you know I. Yeah, I don't know. That's creepy.
1: Me neither. I had no idea. Oh my gosh! I just hey. got word
5: though. Well, he was on the cell phone talking to us. He ran through three red lights.
1: Yeah, I don't care. I I run through red lights sometimes. It's very I, dangerous,
5: I, especially to. There's a lot of people on bicycles out there, Clark. And if you get, you know, you hit one of them while well, they're riding because you're going through a red light. I mean, that's that's homicide, man.
1: Hey, my friend, you, you're you're speaking on behalf of the bi- bicyclists a lot these days. You used to do nothing but uh, but bitch about them.
5: Well, they're getting away when I'm driving, but when I'm on my bicycle, the car is getting my way. <laughs> it's a conundrum.
1: You've been going all over the damn town on that bicycle. How do you like it?
5: Oh, I'm loving it. I mean, it's the best way to get around the city. I mean, it's true. 15 minutes will get you anywhere. You just hop on that bicycle and you go. I saw you downtown. I rode all the way down over by you. It
1: was nice. Well, hell, you said you were at the Sears Tower. I know it's about a 40-minute walk, and you were like, well, see you in 15 minutes. That's right. Pedal down the road. Dude, and the city's building a lot more bike lanes. I don't know. It's it's the cheap and easy way to get around. I'm I'm thinking about getting a bike myself. Uh, I'm also living in Westtown these days. It's not just the studio that's over there. Oh, you
5: moved. Uh, you moved into the studio.
1: I think I'm going to bike around. It's a 13 minute drive to uh, to the old Trader Todd's from my current house. Okay, it's not bad. What was that? Huh? Boring. Oh, that sounded a little louder. That was good. Shoot.
5: That was good. That was good. That was a shoot. I was going to
1: shoot hey, on you now, do you watch that boxing match?
5: i didn't. I watched the uh the uh super the nintendo uh Mike Tyson's punch out version of it, and from what I understand, it was just as accurate.
1: yeah, I'll tell you what a lot of people said that it was boring, but i I mean that little guy couldn't hit the big dude, couldn't even touch him. it was ridiculous, yeah, if there were some people who actually thought he won the fight and they just didn't know what the hell they were talking about. Because Mayweather... Owned right, there, was,
5: there was no way for the little guy to win the fight. I mean, that was the whole point. It was uh, Everything was stacked against him, and he couldn't make it happen. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day... Everybody's
3: got a price for the million-dollar man.
1: Well, that's, that's true. All it, was it, was a hu- it was a huge price that they had, and that little fella didn't even disclose his injury. I'll be damned. He, no, he, he had a shoulder injury, Al. He's going to have surgery on it, and he was injured weeks before the fight. But they didn't disclose it, so now the state, uh, the boxing commission, might have issue with it, and he might get suspended.
5: Oh dear! He's only what, like fifty years old?
1: Yeah, there are. There's a group suing him for not disclosing his injury when people were buying the fight.
5: Uh, why don't we leave him alone? I mean, uh, for God's sakes. If I was him, I would just go back to the Philippines and say the hell with everyone.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe you should. Hey, you and I—I I mentioned it earlier. We did that fundraiser the other night. Uh, you guys, yep. the members of Comedy Accident, through through the fundraiser for my family, the Powell family, who uh, lost their entire home when they made it to the basement just in time, and the house blew off of them—the floorboards. Right after my uncle had shut the basement door, the door flew off first, and then soon after, the uh, the floorboards came out. So, you know, a lot of things have been coming out here, out this way, uh, to Fairdale. The Kirkland Fire Department's been doing a tremendous job. So, in Chicago, you guys, uh, knowing that you couldn't get out here to help right away, uh, you guys and the members of the group Comedy Accident put together a fundraiser, and I just want to thank you because the success of that was something else. And now, today, uh, I went over to I went over to uh, my cousin's house, and I went and go, so. My other cousin's house, my cousin Dina and her two girls are staying with them. And then my aunt and uncle, Roger and Mary are staying with my other aunt and uncle. And uh, went over to the house and I gave them, I was able to hand them out $1,900 cash. Nice. Nice. Good. We, cash
3: is
5: a good night.
1: Yes. We raised $2,400 in total with 500 of that that I'm going to be handing over to the Kirkland Lions Club. And they're going to be distributing that as part of their uh, – they have a fund going as well. So $2,400 was our total, Al. Beautiful.
5: Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And thank you to everybody who came out, to everybody who donated, to anybody who cared. It was all much appreciated to a wonderful cause.
1: Yeah, yeah. The the people were coming out. That morning, we got a hold of uh, – from a law firm, one of my mother-in-law's friends of friends, you know, contacted us and said, oh, we got four White Sox tickets and two Cubs tickets to give you.
5: Oh, yeah, those ladies were sweethearts.
1: Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Uh, I got a picture that I took today, and I'm going to send it out. Um, all of them are involved, Al, right down to the two cats that went for the longest flight that you'd ever go f- go through in the when you go to a room. Um, I mentioned it that night over there, but uh, two of their cats had gone upstairs when they were in the basement. Two days later, one of the cats showed up. That was Skittles, and the other one showed up uh, four days later. Snickers showed up. We got them in this picture too. Beautiful.
5: Well, happy uh happy the kitties are all right. Everybody knows I love a good cat.
3: Holy yep.
1: cow. So my, my cousin Dina, who who uh lived in the house and, and her two girls, Haley, uh Haley and Callie, along with uh with Dina's boyfriend Tom, this Sunday they're going to the White Sox game. Uh there's a bus coming out to grab uh to grab a, some families from Fairdale. Dina and tom uh they're gonna head on, head in there they're gonna be on the field, and then they're gonna sit uh sit with Jerry Reinsdorf, the owner of the Chicago White sox, who also owns the bulls.
5: Wow, you see now this is uh this is an organization that cares this these are people with good hearts the chicago white sox the 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 right. dudes in black I agree i mean that is an amazing organization the cops meanwhile, are twiddling their little thumbs. You know, doing 50-50 raffles or whatnot, but not not doing nearly as much as the Sox, because the Sox are by far uh, care more about Chicago and the suburbs of Chicago than the, the Cubs do.
1: Well, a week ago last night, on a Tuesday evening, the uh, the Cubs invited members of the Kirkland Fire Department, the first responders out, to come in, get on the field, and collect the checks. So I don't know what you're talking about, my friend. And let me tell you. Did they get to sit with C and watch yeah. the game?
5: Yeah, oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah, they high-fived. Oh, they, did. Uh, they, got to, they got to hang out with some ball ballplayers, things like that. Um, the, the the Kirkland Fire Department, man, I, I can't say enough about them, Al. It's a volunteer organization. They spent days upon days out there. And of course, there were other organizations and agencies that gave them a hand. But these guys, Al, it's a volunteer. Yeah. Organization. Wow.
5: Good for those guys. Good to, you know, uh, That that's uh, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's pretty badass. <sighs> anyway, I, I, I finally wanted to talk a little bit about that. I hope you don't mind. I know that we did a couple shows after all that went down, and I wasn't up for talking too much about it because we'd been talking a lot about it in other places. But thanks for letting me know. Well.
5: A little bit more important to, uh, of a story, a little more important of an issue. Um, we got to call. Like, uh, it looks like I am in negotiations to return to some uh, fantasy wrestling federation.
1: Get out of here.
5: Yeah, it's true. It's damn true.
1: What was the name of your, uh, of your wrestler? Duke? There's Duke Williams,
5: and then there's Hoyt Williams.
1: Now and this is your e fantasy wrestling where uh y- you come up with the storylines and everything. Basically you're writers.
5: Correct, yeah. We we you write little uh little uh, little T V shows. That's yeah, fun.
1: Well we got the exclusive here on the Larcher and Lawrence show. Do you have any more details? Is there a date set or are we still in the negotiation period?
5: There's still in the negotiation period. There's there'll be more to come uh in the next couple of weeks as uh, things develop.
1: Okay. Well, I wish you as little of work as possible with as much pay as you can get. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm pretty happy about that. 888-787-4827, if you're listening, you can tweet us at Larcher You can text us for about four more minutes if you'd like. What's that?
5: Yep, 773-559-5189.
1: All right, my friend. Let's head on over. We'll head over to the comedy yeah. accident hotline. Is that all right with you? Yeah, that's good. What do we got? We got a caller from the three one two. Hey, caller from the three one two. How you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? This
2: is Mike from the South Side. Hey, what's South Mike? Side Mike. What's happening? Not too much. Uh, you know, I just was able to tune in. I heard a little bit about uh, what's in Fairdale and Kirkland, so I'm really happy to hear the positive response. So I'm very happy for your family there, Clark.
1: It's something else. Uh, speaking of the south side, uh, you know, you, you might have heard me talk about the, the White Sox, my family being able to go to the games. What in the hell is going on with that baseball team out there? I don't
2: know. I, I really hope they get to see a good ball game, but it, it has been abysmal. Um, I think they're about seven games under five hundred. Guys aren't playing, and I look like a fool. And I'll eat crow right now. I was on the airways with you guys a couple weeks ago talking about, I felt like Robin Ventura was secure, and the guys just aren't playing for him. And by all accounts, there may have to be a change this summer.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm seeing the same thing. Hey, Larcher, there on the other side, Al. Oh, you know what, Mike? We actually we we just lost Larcher on the, on the line. I I've been hearing a lot of that, my friend, uh, with Ventura. And how much time does he have?
2: It's not looking good. I can only imagine that Jerry and Kenny and Rick Hahn, they're trying to come up with something. Now, the one thing about Reinsdorf, and and you can tell by the things he's doing right now for the community, he's very loyal to his people, and Ventura's been a longtime guy, and they plucked him from obscurity to come manage this ball club. So I don't think they're going to put him out the pasture in an ugly way, but there may be some kind of demotion or transition that, if these guys don't turn around, I think something has to give sooner or later. Yeah,
5: yeah it's time.
2: No. It's,
5: it's, it looks like it's time to cut the bat. I mean, you know what? If they're not playing for him, then I mean, what, what good's your manager? I mean, he's got to. He's got to. They got to fix some things. I don't know. It's a little early right now to be rushing into the X line.
3: Yeah,
2: I agree with you, Al. You know, it's all about these guys playing. I mean, one of the the big red flags is that you got a guy Adam Eaton, your leadoff hitter, who's Mister Hustle. You know, not quite Charlie Hustle. I wish he was that good, but he's huh. not being that grindy, you know, tough guy. And when you got a, you got him being a little lackadaisical out there. You really start to worry and wonder what's next. So. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Scary well.
2: stuff. It, it,
5: the the White Sox are really lucky right now that the Bulls and the Blackhawks are as successful as they are because they're, they're kind of getting buried there as far as the new yeah.
3: story,
2: which I may be saving his job. He's, gotta, yeah. he's um, got some
5: time, but he's got to fix it.
2: No doubt about it. I think Mr. Bernstein over on the score wrote a, wrote a little brief the other day just talking about how the White Sox don't deserve your attention. And Of course, the big story is the Bulls and the Blackhawks. It's great. I'm heading out to an establishment right now to check out the Bulls game with a couple of buddies. Um, optimistic, nice. I think everybody is. Yeah, definitely. There's yeah. That, what
5: we did, what we didn't see in the regular season from the Bulls, we're seeing right now, and if they can hold that and keep that momentum going, I mean, sky's the
2: limit.
1: I agree. No, I, have I, to
2: take advantage. Sorry, Clark, go ahead
1: there. No, Mike, I was I was just gonna say. I mean, yeah, the – they have a shot with it. It seems like I just I don't I don't even know where, what to pinpoint with what the exact issue
3: is
2: with the White Sox. There, um, yeah, Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. I've been it's it's ugly baseball, and I've turned my head away a few few times. I haven't checked out as many games as I would have liked. Um, it, the the jury is still out for sure, and hopefully it turns around. But uh, it's not as optimistic as it was at the start of the season.
1: Yeah, I agree. How, yeah. how are you feeling? Yeah. You said you're on your way to the Bulls game. Uh, what are your thoughts there? I, I haven't even caught a score recently since 2-2. Two to two.
3: <laughs> Yeah,
2: um, I think the Bulls have taken advantage of LeBron having an off night like they did the other night, um, especially with J.R. Smith. You know, he's just an athletic guy. Uh, with him being out for these first two games, if they could steal two in Cleveland, I think that would be more than anybody could have expected. Um, Hopefully, FIBIDO's got it figured out so that these guys can really
1: get it uh, get it humming
2: here in the second round of the playoffs and finally get over that LeBron hump.
1: I agree.
3: Hopefully, the second quarter goes better than the first
1: has gone so far. With two eleven left in the first, it's Cavaliers twenty eight, Bulls fourteen.
3: Yeah, we'll see. Thanks.
1: So
2: I'm optimistic. I'm going to let you guys run though. I appreciate you taking my call.
1: Hey, right, thanks, thanks for the Mike. call. Take, Take it care. easy, brother. Yep. That was Southside Mike giving us a ring again. That was really good to hear from him.
5: Hell yeah. Always yes. good to hear from the Southside.
1: Yes, it is. All right, my friends. Al Larcher. Oh, there it was. Yep, there God dang. You know, I hit that button about 13 seconds ago, and then it finally played. The fact that he's, we really feel comfortable with him in three positions Well...
5: All right, buddy. I got to run. You know, I got to get on the bicycle and get to work, so...
1: Well, it's the big Bob Seeger night, so in honor of that, I'm going to play a Steve Goodman song to call us off.
5: All right. That makes sense.
1: All right, Larcher. Thanks for fighting through all those frustrations, my friend.
5: Yep. Was, uh, good to talk to you. Have a good night.
1: Yes, sir. Take it easy. Guys, thanks for listening to the Larcher and Lawrence's Sports Show episode <laughs> 123. <laughs> you can always call us... <laughs>
3: Because we record this year's show live
1: Every Week It's a podcast as well We don't edit it before we go to podcasts I think it's a podcast podcasts too So feel free to join in And get it done Have a good night This is uh, Steve Goodman with A Dying Cubs Fam's Last Request
0: Good night everybody This. <laughs> It's a Ricky Ricardo production. He said it's late. It's getting dark in here. And I know it's time to go. But before I leave the lineup,
3: there's
0: just one thing I'd like to know. Do they still play the blues in Chicago when baseball season his around? When the snow melts away, To the covey still play in their ivy-covered burial ground? When I was a boy, they were my pride and joy, but now they only bring fatigue. To the home of the brave, the land of the free, and the doormat of the National League. He told his friends anything will happen that can but the last time the cubs won a national league pennant was the year we dropped the bomb on japan the cubs made me a criminal well that's what they did they stole my youth from me i'd forsake my teachers to go sit in the bleachers in flagrant truancy And then one thing led to another and soon i discovered alcohol gambling dope football hockey lacrosse but what do you expect when you raise up a young boy's hopes and then just crush them like so many paper beer cups year after 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 year year. Until those hopes are just so much popcorn For the pigeons beneath the L-tracks to eat He said, you know, I'll never see Wrigley Field Anymore before my eternal rest So if you have your pencils And scorecards ready Then I'll read you my last request He said, give me a doubleheader funeral in Wrigley Field On some sunny weekend day No lights this it's a Ricky Ricardo production. And then a little na-na-na-na, hey, 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 goodbye. Make six bullpen pitchers carry my coffin. Six groundskeepers clear my path. Have the umpires bark me out at every base. In all their holy wrath. It's a beautiful day for a funeral. Hey, Ernie. Let's play two. Somebody go get Jack Brickhouse to come back and conduct just one more interview. Have the cubbies run right out into the middle of the field. Have Keith Moreland drop a routine fly. Give everybody two bags of peanuts and a frosty malt. And I'll be ready to die. Then build a big fire on home plate out of Louisville Slugger baseball bats and toss my coffin in. And let my ashes blow in a beautiful snow from the prevailing 30-mile-an-hour southwest wind. And as my last remains go flying over the left field wall, we'll bid the bleacher bums adieu. And I'll come to my final resting place out on Waveland Avenue. The dying man's friends told him to cut that out. They said, stop it. Boy, that's an awful shame. But he said, don't cry. We'll meet by and by near that heavenly hall of fame. He said, I've got season's tickets to watch the angels now. So that's just what I'm going to do. He said, Well, you the living, you're stuck here with the Cubs. So it's me that feels sorry for you. And then he said, Play that lonesome loser's tune. Gosh, it's the one I like the best. He closed his eyes and he slipped away. Well, Mike, it was the dying Cub band's last request. So here it is. Do they still play the blues in Chicago? When baseball season rolls around When the snow melts away
3: Do the cubbies
0: still play In their ivy-covered burial ground When I was a boy They were my pride and joy Now they only bring to see To the home
3: of the brave The land is the free and the torment of the nest